All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Tuesday, January 23rd of 2024 here. Looking ahead, we have a five-game NBA main slate tonight, as well as over in the NHL streets. We have a nine-game main slate over there. So it should be a fun day of DFS. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you also get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, we're going to get the app pulled up and we're going to jump right in here. And we are going to start with our questions that came in in the Discord, as always, and then we'll jump over to the live YouTube chat. <clears throat> uh, so we actually had a follow-up question later in the day from Henry here. And I did want to follow up on this for everybody because I this is obviously a good question here. So uh, follow-up to my first question. I was asking about differences in the field entries since a more chalky lineup would be better in a smaller field, but the ROI is calculated against the same field you produced. Uh, so really what this question came down to was that hey, you know, when you go and look at the field lineups, you know, if I open this up, there's going to be 10,000 lineups for every single bucket. But maybe I'm playing a high-stakes single-entry contest, and maybe there's not that many entries in this contest in these higher-stakes, smaller-field stuff. So what happens if I'm simulating where there's 10,000 field lineups? So it's a great question, right? Because maybe you... We go over to the contest tab, you know, are playing something uh, like this. Exactly. Like maybe you're playing the 888 and there's only 473 entries. So what do you do there? Right. Well, what we do is we randomly take 436 lineups from the field lineups, put your one lineup into a contest with the other 436 to create 437. We play that out a hundred thousand times. And then we do that for the next lineup and the next lineup. And we do that for all of the lineups in your pool. So we are randomly sampling the field lineups if the contest size is smaller than 10,000. If the contest size is 10,000 or more, then we are simulating the contest as if there are 10,000 entries in the contest. So that is how it works. All right. Good question there. And we did have one question here. Did want to cover uh question was how do you make uh how do you enter contests using SaberSim on your phone so if you guys are looking for a mobile tutorial go over to our help docs here and then down in our frequently asked questions in the search bar just type in phone or mobile something one of those will come up here and then how to enter SaberSim lineups into your contest on mobile if anybody needs that tutorial i am dropping it in the chat here for you and to keep it rolling, question from Mike. Let's see. Mike said, hey, Andrew, I have a question. What is the difference between Sabre score and percentile metrics? Can you break it down so I can understand the difference? Thanks. Okay, yes, I can definitely do that. 
Um, we do have some good videos on those here. I'm going to talk about it right now, but I just want to include these as well for everybody watching. So we have a video on Saber Score here. And then we also have a video on percentiles. So I just want to make sure that everybody has these resources in case you guys want to brush up on it at any time here. And then just to go uh, into it here, right? So Saber Score is our lineup grading metric, okay? We created it. It's an in-house metric really because we thought projected score wasn't good enough. So what we did is we ran contest simulations. We did a bunch of contest backtesting. We looked at a number of different variables that can uh, you know, be used as part of the Saber Score formula here. And we ended up in our testing finding that certain variables at certain weights led to good results over a, a large sample size. So those three variables for Saber Score are some projection, lineup upside, so lineup 95th percentile, lineup 85th percentile, lineup 99th percentile, depending on the size of the contest, and then the a negative weight on the average adjusted ownership. So what we're doing is we have a variable for the floor of a lineup, for the projection. We have a variable for the upside of the projection. So, you know, we can account for the lineup winning your contest. And then we have a variable to account for ownership. And we are negatively weighting that, which means that the higher that number, the more the lineup gets taxed. So Saber score is accounting for all these things at once and creating a metric from them. Now, what percentiles do are simply look at the upside of the lineup by itself. So a percentile is a variable in Saber score but you can use it by itself without those other options here, right? So if you were to sort by 95th percentile here, for instance, what it's going to do is you're going to come and see that, hey, you know, 5% of the time, which is the 95th percentile, is this lineup scores 322.8 points. So what the way we calculate this, we're calculating the lineup percentile. So players have percentiles over here. So what we are not doing is we are not saying, hey, uh, Jalen Brunson's 95th percentile plus Austin Reeves' 95th percentile plus Rui Hachimura's 95th percentile equals this number. That's not what we're doing. And the reason we don't want to do that is because now you're taking a 5% outcome and you're taking it to the power of eight. It's 5% for Brunson plus, uh, plus 5% for Reeves plus 5% for Hachimura, right? And all, and that ends up being a very, very small number, which means the likelihood of that occurring is very, very small. So what we do is we build your lineup. We look at the combination of players in your lineup. And then we go back into the sim. And then we say, hey, how did this combination of players do across all the sims used to build this lineup? And then we end up getting a lineup distribution similar to the player distributions that might not be as the same shape, but we ultimately get a distribution for the lineup, which is where the lineup percentiles are coming from. So a uh, 95th percentile for the lineup means that 322.8 points has a 5% chance of happening, not a 5% chance to the power of eight of happening, which is incredibly smaller. So lineup percentiles are a lot more uh, likely to happen than all of these player percentiles multiplied together. All right. Question for Sammy, from Sammy. Question says, hey, Andrew, for golf, what will be the best way to set core plays? Is it bump their projections? Does that 10% apply or play with the min-max exposures? Thanks. Um, 
Okay, two things here. Sammy, I did want to mention this to you. Uh, we did push an update to beta to fix the rule with the wins. So I know that, you know, there was an issue with rules where you would like add a stat requirement where, um, or it's not, it's not here. This is basketball, but there's a issue with like win percent and wins. Uh, so that got fixed on beta. So that should be making its way over to the live app pretty soon here. So be on the lookout for that. But I see her on Ultimate, so if you are on beta, it should be fixed on beta. So if you want to build your lineups with that rule, you can go over and check it out and let me know if anything's wrong. But I do know that you reported that directly. Uh, second thing is that if you have a core group of players that you want to use in every single lineup, what I would do is just come in here and do a group manual rule and then say, you know, use at least three, right? It's golf. There's only six players in the lineup. Maybe you have a group of three golfers that you want to use. Just come in here and check those guys in. Like, hey, I just, I really want to play these three guys. You know, these three guys are the guys that I want to target and just set this manual group rule and you'll be all set. So you don't have to try and get fancy with it, adjust projections, see it more of them. Like, unless you don't want 100% of them, right? But when I think core, it's like, hey, these are the guys that I'm sticking with and I'm using them in every lineup is like typically the way core is used. But if you want to use it a little differently, um, then go ahead. The only other problem is that you're not going to guarantee that all those players are used in the same lineup together. If you're using min exposures, if you're bumping projections, etc. All right. Next question here. Question says potentially anything in the works that would make it possible to manage DK Rainmaker lineup slash collections using Saber Sim tools. Uh, what I could say is I don't think there's anything in the works right now, but I would be happy to take this back as a feature request to the team to let them know that you're interested in these tools. And then the more requests we get that are similar, the easier it is for me to, uh, you know, kind of push the team to, to make these things happen. So happy to take it back to the team as a feature request for you. Okay. Next question in the discord. For NFL late swap, I use the live sims to build and run the sim. However, I notice the player actual is usually way behind the true actual. For example, I see players who have an actual of 11 points, but at the time of the late swap, their total was 29. How much of a negative impact can this have on the late swap? I notice the player actual is usually way behind the true actual. Um, so, so our live projections do have a delay just because we have to take in the data and then, you know, uh, uh, project the rest of the slate. So like, you know, there is time where, where it takes to get the data, run the new simulations based on where we're at in the game and then provide the updated projections. So that part is true. I don't know how big that delay is. Um, I would have to say like no more than 15 minutes, but it really just depends. So, um, I do think that if you go to the team stacks tab, uh, we have this status column. So this will tell you when the last live sim was run. So it could say, Hey, you know, third quarter, uh, X amount of time left fourth quarter, X amount of time left. So I would look in the status column before late swapping, just to give you a better idea of where the sim is at as opposed to where the actual game is at and then see if you can wait. But I do know like there is some time, you know, the games are like three and like six 30 Eastern. So there is like a 15, 20 minute period, depending on when the game ends, uh, where you can get your late swap in, where you can wait for all that data to come through. But the status column is going to be your best friend to understand where you're at. 
but ultimately, you know, um, I would say that there really isn't a negative impact uh, because you're using live data and and nobody else really is. Uh, so you have more up-to-date projections for what has occurred than anywhere else in the industry since nobody else is projecting the rest of the games the way we are. Okay, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Throckmorton said, in single entry, after I reviewed my lineups and determined the first one is the one I want, I changed the lineup number to one so I can load it and changes to a different lineup. Do I have to lock the one I want when I'm reviewing 20 to 50 and the very first lineup is the one I want? Or does that mean that now the new optimal is the new lineup is the new optimal? Uh, so what I would do here is it's, it is possible that maybe you have some type of minimax exposure set that the top lineup is not meeting that. Um, so that's like one thing that I would consider, uh, looking at, but, but if you're looking through 20 lineups and you know, this top one is the one you want, I would just check the lock icon. It's not going to hurt anything. And then when you change the number of my lineups to one, it's going to prioritize this lineup over all other lineups and make sure that you get that one. So the lock using the like icon, the lock icon is a safe option here. Okay, follow up. When comparing lineups, should I look at the win rate or cash rate or projected score? Um, honestly, I would probably look at like neither of those. And the reason is that, you know, ROI is going to capture all of those things. Uh, you know, ROI is the return on investment of the lineup. So that accounts for how often it wins. That accounts for how often it cashes. Uh, you know, we really don't like projected score here. That's why we had... Saber score before we had contest sims. So I would recommend looking at sim ROI because it's going to uh, capture all of the money that the lineup won in a single metric, as opposed to different ones for when it wins, different ones for when it cashes, etc. So sim ROI is is my preferred option here, or even risk adjusted ROI. But but sim ROI is good too. All right. Uh, we are all caught up with questions in both the Office Hours channel and the Discord server, so appreciate you guys tuning in here. Uh, like I said yesterday, this is the last show of the week. Uh, I'm going to be taking some time off here through the end of the week here. Uh, Jordan will not be able to do Office Hours either, so we will be taking off Wednesday through Friday, and I will be uh, Jordan will be back here on Monday to do the next show. So uh, appreciate you guys while we uh, do some things here. And until then, you guys can post questions in the Office Hours channel. The team will be around monitoring the channel. People in the community are always willing to help out. So appreciate you guys who jump in and answer questions uh, when, when I'm not around. So appreciate that a lot. But until next week, everybody, take care. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.